What's going on, my Canisaurs? Welcome back to the NBA Canisaur Podcast. Uh, this is your host, Lance Leroy. Um, today is Saturday, the 15th. Um, I'm recording this, concluding the Portland and Grizzlies playing game. And it's great to have meaningful basketball back, man. That was a good-ass game, I'm not going to lie. Um... Definitely down the stretch, uh, very good game, um, but let me not, let me wait for her to get to the, uh, but yes, today's the 15th, and yes, we're going to get over to this, so, okay, first, my opinion on this Blazers-Grizzly game, it was very good, um, definitely in the beginning, you could see, you know, they're starting to, like, feel it out, especially for the Grizzlies to be a young team, uh, yeah, so going into the second quarter, you know, you see them start to get a little rhythm, but coming into the third, you know, they're they're rolling. Um, I think they put up 40-something in the third, and then in the fourth, I feel like I, I didn't really have, I didn't really root for either way. Like, you know, I like for either one. I just like the basketball. I like to watch it. Um, so I would say that if the Grizzlies won, you know, I wouldn't have been mad. It's, it would have been either way. So I'd say that around like seven to nine minutes in the fourth, you could see the Grizzlies offense just kind of like stagnate. Like it seems like they're kind of gassed. Um, their coach just let them play through it. And I feel like that's kind of where they just let the game slip, uh, I would say. Also, they started going at John Morant uh, in the fourth with C.J. McCollum since they had Dylan Brooks on Dame. So, honestly, I, I feel like it was a good win for Portland. To think about them, of them coming into the bubble and saying, you know, we're trying to be here for a reason, you know. So, yeah, that's definitely very inspiring. And it's crazy to think that they're down there in the bubble with no Reza, no um, – just heard the door. Lost my train of thought. But they're down there. Ariza opted out. Um, and just the injuries that they've gone through being there. CJ having a fractured spine, a small crack, something like that. Like it's 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 crazy, but you know, it's great to see. Um they're gonna match up in the first round against the Lakers. Um I think to to make some noise in here, I really feel like um yeah, they're going to have to do something on defense, honestly, for the Grizzlies to be putting up 100 and something with no Jaron Jackson. Uh, that's kind of that's kind of wild. Uh, but for the Lakers aspect, where they're going to be getting scoring, I would say, outside of LeBron and Anthony Davis, that's a key thing to think about. But I feel like that'll be figured out at some point. Um so today I have some random wax. I don't even have anything super elite. Got some golden gram space cream. It's like 80% THC. Yeah, they use butane to extract it, so it's definitely not top tier or anything like that. But that's what we are on today. Um, oh yeah, to keep going, 
Uh, next matchup we can touch on would be the Thunder and the Rockets. Um, who, I feel like I was talking about this in the last episode, who would have thought that they were tied up at this time, you know? Uh, they're going into this, let's see, they're leading scores. Of course, you know, Harden at 34.4, Shea Gildress at 19.1. Um, and of course, you got floor general point guard, Chris Paul. Uh, you know, doing his thing still consistently. People have been sleeping on him. Um, but the key thing to think about with this is to start the first few games that they said at least the first few is what the Rockets use. Um, Russell Westbrook would be sitting out. Uh, I think with a quad injury, if I remember right. Um, yeah, like. Mm. Not to say Harden can't do that, but, you know, that's something to think about uh, most definitely. But that, for sure, will be a must-watch series for me uh, every game. Definitely. All right, so next we can touch on the Jazz and the Nuggets. Honestly, I haven't watched too many games of them, to say. Um, Yeah, but Jokic is... The truth, and you see a growing star in Michael Porter Jr. Uh, yesterday, Charles Barkley said that in order for the Nuggets to elevate, Michael Porter Jr. has to be their second, uh, their second best player. So I don't. We'll see if he can rise to that kind of standard. Um, the Jazz are also missing Boyan Bogdanovich, so that'll be something to keep in mind for that. Um, but, yeah, I feel like that'll be an interesting series. Donovan Mitchell will definitely have to rise up to the occasion. But we've seen him do that before. Yeah, so we won't we won't per se say he can't get there. Um, so the last matchup out here in the West would be the Clippers and the Mavericks. Um, you got Paul George, Kawhi Leonard going up against Luka Donich and Porzingis. Those are definitely some top-tier matchups right there. Um, I feel like one thing to keep in mind is the Clippers also have back Montrez Harrell, I believe, and Lou Williams. Um, so, yeah, so at some point, I believe they'll start to be clicking on cylinders, so... You know, any amount of games past four for the Mavericks, I see, you know, I'm happy to watch. But I know one thing to keep in mind will be Lucas turnovers and whatnot throughout the game. But, um, yeah, just look up those numbers, I would say. Um, let's see. So the bubble so far was pretty interesting, just the regular season's game, I would say. Uh, definitely a lot of entertaining things going on out here. One thing I found very, very so entertaining would be the NBA deciding to have invite family members out to the bubble. Let me get these tweets to pull up. I'm sure I most have read them, but for some I have not. I said the NBA slash NBA PA guidelines on guests starting after the first round of playoffs per sources. Four guests per player, but can be exceeded for children. Guests can travel on team charters following testing. Guests will be allowed to attend games. 
players would be allowed to bring in family and established long-standing personal friends into the bubble. Players can quarantine in teams market for three days, travel to Orlando, and then again for four days, or travel directly to Orlando and quarantine seven days there. Each player is allowed one ticket per playoff game for a guest, plus an additional admission for a child. So, here's the entertaining. Here's who's eligible to come into the bubble as a guest per memo. Any individual the player has not previously met in person or with whom the player has had limited in-person interactions. For example, known by the player only through social media or an intermediary. So, those are the rules. <laughs> so, we'll take a break and we will leave this up to your interpretation. So, we'll be back shortly. Alright, welcome back, Canisaurus. Um, it's your host, Lance Leroy. Um, we're coming in with our third segment. Um, yeah, this, um, so I'm going to read the tweet. Z the Creator on Twitter. Why are you such a weirdo? You are too wealthy for this. You really went and followed my girl? That's why she blocked you, weirdo, at KD5Tray. Ah, and it's pretty nice that Kevin Durant just embraced his, his I'm going to respond to you type attitude. Like, it's, it's, you know, okay, I'm living with it. Also, with him separating from Golden State. No, it's a lot more tolerable than the shit he does. So, he says, my bad. I accidentally pressed follow and liked all her pics. My phone tripping. Oh. <laughs> yeah, KD is definitely funny. He definitely just had a moment of, I don't give a fuck. Uh, and go him, man. Hopefully, his girl doesn't actually slide into the DMs uh, while her niggas over here mentioning KD on Twitter. Uh, yeah. So, let's go over a couple of these Easter matchups. We got the Bucks and the Magic. Um, honestly, I don't really know if I see the Magic winning the game. So, we're just going to move on from there. The real interesting is the Heat and the Pacers. So, the Pacers don't have uh, Sabonis playing. And... They have Oladipo kind of coming off of injury, so he's not even fully healthy or 100%, I don't feel like, or playing up to that level. Um, and, of course, you know, you got TJ Warren, that guy, that baller, uh, probably top three player in the bubble, argue with uh, your mama. Mm. And then for... The Heat, though, they just lost Derrick Jones Jr. Uh, in their last bubble game. I wouldn't say that's too big of a loss, but I feel like for Miami, they are just a team that has a lot of serviceable players at every position, you know? So that's just like uh, one player lost on the depth chart. So, yeah. The real interesting will probably... Another interesting, I would say, would probably be the Celtics and the 76ers. The 76ers are going to be missing Ben Simmons for a good amount of time. Um, so this is just really going to be Joel and Bede's time to 
really put on for the process. Like, I'm not going to say that they're guaranteed to break this up next year, but, you know, you got to think of something else, like, something else, because they're not, they're not winning, especially if, well, I don't know, let's say Joel Embiid balls out and he's the most dominant player on the floor all the games. I don't, the Celtics don't really have an answer for that, so that would definitely shed light to the fact that he does well with more spacing, minus Ben Simmons, minus Ben Simmons. Um, but in the Celtics' favor, I would say without Ben Simmons on the perimeter, you know, the Celtics are a lot more comfortable of a team having Kemba match up against Shake Milton and all that. And you got Kemba, Tatum, Brown on the wings. Then you got Hayward as well. So um, I don't know. I feel like a key P point in this series is going to be on how dominant Joel Embiid is. Um, they also have Horford as well, but he can space the floor, but it's really just, uh, is Joel Embiid going to force a double team or not? Um, so definitely, yeah. And in our last matchup, we have the Raptors versus the Nets. And the Nets, the depleted Nets, I should say. Yeah, the depleted Nets. Um, I I feel like the Raptors are a sleeper team to get out of the East. Let me check this matchup, actually. Yeah, I feel like they're a sleeper team to meet up in the East. Um, they would have to go against the winner of Philly or the Celtics, I'd say. But they're a sleeper team, like. They definitely had the DNA to get up and out of here. Yeah. So, some interesting things to come out of the end of the bubble. Uh, after, I think, 22 years, the Spurs are not making the playoffs. Uh, it's pretty sad to say. Uh, there's a graphic I had of the world the last time if Spurs didn't make the playoffs. It's actually pretty funny. But yeah, it's it's crazy to think. Um they've been making it the last time they did. I think the Bulls were nineteen ninety seven. Yeah, the Bulls were winning titles. Um yeah, nineteen ninety seven. I actually wasn't even born yet, so you know, way before my time is what <laughs> pretty crazy to think. Um, yeah, I, I hate that I may have a couple Spurs fan listeners, so I won't completely, actually, I won't even find the graphic to completely go in, but yeah, you know, the consent, the consistent excellence of Greg Popovich just, you know, shows, but I, I feel like it won't be out forever. It's not like this is the end of the Spurs or anything, I would say. But, yeah, so I feel like that wraps up a little bit of our basketball segment. Um, Recently, I bought a Puffco. I feel like it was pretty impulsive. I still have the old G-Pens I have. Looking to find a new owner for those. Um, But, yeah, so far I've had the Puffco for a week. I've yet to clean it, so I won't say I've had, like, the full full experience of it but itself as a device it's it's pretty decent you know I've never been I never liked the torch I definitely got off of that pretty quick so 
for uh, an electronic rig, it, it works pretty well. Pretty easy to clean. Well, not clean, but after each hit to clean out the bowl. Um, yeah, that's a pretty good thing. The wax I actually have doesn't even taste the best, but yeah, kind of what happens when you're impatient. So let's take a break real quick and we'll be right back. Hi, welcome back, Canisoers. Um, it's your host, Lance Leroy. And yeah, I'm fresh back from my Space Queen dab. And honestly, I'm not too much of a fan of solvent wax anymore. Um, it'd be about to take your lung out. Honestly, I, I don't know if I can be too much picky out here, but I may just have to start looking for it. Um, yeah, that solvent, solvent wax is different. It'd be really harsh, but if you look it up, it's literally extracted with, uh, like butane and stuff like that, so... It's not like you don't know what you're using, but yeah, we're going to go ahead and wrap it up here. Uh, I appreciate you for listening. Um, and yeah, uh, follow us on Instagram at NBA Canisaur at, I can spell that for you, NBA C-A-N-N-A-I-S-S-E-U-R. Um, but yeah, follow us on there and Twitter, but you know, it's easier to interact on Instagram and yeah, I really appreciate y'all listening and stay tuned for our next episode. I have fun practicing playoffs.